Welcome to the He Said, She Said podcast. On this podcast, Kirby and Amy Hossman will give you a behind-the-scenes look at growing businesses and building brands. Now, here's He Said, She Said. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the He Said, She Said podcast. It's the official podcast of Hossman Marketing. I am your host, Kirby Hossman. Joining me today is the I think I said last week, lovely and talented Amy Hossman. I'll go with that. Okay, yeah, that works. Thanks. How are you today? I'm great. Good. And uh, as I've said, it's the official podcast of Hossman Marketing. You can find this and all of our content at HossmanMarketing.com. If you go to the blog, we've got videos, we've got podcasts, we've got blogs. The goal there is to entertain and, of course, inform. And so we hope we are providing value in that way. We do the He Said, She Said podcast every week as time allows. And I believe this is episode 11, so we've been doing it for, gosh, almost three months now. And so the time's just flown by. It has. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. So every week we start with a trending topic. And uh, usually, quite honestly, I pick the trending topic, but you have brought one to the table this week. So I'm going to let you lead on this one, Aim. So uh, the trending topic this week is? The Mount Everest Traffic Jam. <laughs> Okay. I find this absolutely insane. Okay. There are so many people that are hiking to the peaks of Mount Everest that there is a traffic jam and people are dying. The report I just saw said that 11 people have died in the last two weeks. And if you watch the footage or see the pictures, there's literally an amusement park style line up to the peak and they're at the death zone, which is where it's super high and low oxygen and people sure, are cold and yeah that. right mm-hmm. so they're not only having frostbite but they're actually dying because it's taking too long mm. because of the line to get up there i i'm all for extreme sports i don't personally want to do them but i understand <laughs> i mean you've got that you've got that inclination to yeah. to do those extreme things but would you wait in line to climb a mountain I don't like waiting in line for McDonald's. Right. So the idea of waiting for a line. Well, and the thing is, is it's not just the idea of like they're in the death zone for a, a, an extended period of time. I'm sure that that's a big piece of it. But it's also about like if they are injured or, uh, you know, distressed physically, it's impossible to get them off of there in a quick way either. Think. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so... so um, yeah, I've seen more and more of this, and like you said, I I enjoy doing different and uh, adventurous stuff. Let's just say, but I think most of the time it's a little bit more calculated. But I, you know, when I saw this, I actually thought it was fake, like the pictures and stuff. When mm-hmm. you go see, I'll, I'll make sure I post it in the blog uh, for those listening on the podcast. You can check it out on the blog, but I'll post a picture of this. It almost looks fake. But there's so many of them now yeah. that you go, okay, it must be real. I can't imagine being in that environment and being behind a line of people. And like it, as you said, it's become like a very weird amusement park ride where you're jammed in. It's like one of the one of my favorite quotes is from Mark Twain where he says, "When you find yourself in the majority, I always." take the time to pause and reflect if this many people are doing it then i i don't know that i want to do it so uh, i'm super fascinated by it yeah it's just crazy you do all that training and then and to get so far and then get stuck because there's too many other people to fulfill that that would that would be maddening to me well and do if there are that many people doing it are they actually doing the training like you know what i mean like if 
there are that many people doing it. Maybe have that's all why of they're the, taking too long. <laughs> exactly. And, and I think when you get up to that rarefied air, uh, Paul Kiwi, Paul Kiwi in our industry has climbed some of those mountains, and he says once you get to the top, it is like take a step, breathe, take a step, breathe. And I get that, but you need to have trained at least some. You think with all those people, are all of they all of them trained up properly? I don't know. Maybe. Again, I don't. I don't know. But, Maybe not. But, but it is that's kooky to me. So yeah. that's a that was a good one. I mean, hats off to them for trying it. But yeah. But Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> well, hats off to you for bringing a trending topic this week. Hey. I'm impressed. Cool. So that's our trending topic this week. Um, let us know if you're a mountain climbing expert and you want to let us know that maybe we're way off base on that. Let, you know, reach out to us and give us some feedback on that. So let, let's talk about another mountain we had to climb, uh, which was just the month of May and the, the weekly whirlwind that we always talk about. So I want to kind of let you go first on this one, too, because this, is, this has been a heck of a, a few weeks. It has. I'm, I'm, I'm actually to the point where I'm almost tired of talking about it because it's been such a... It's been such a long month, and I'm I'm excited. Everything went as you know as perfect as it could be, and I'm I'm thrilled. We had lots of people out for Jade's graduation party, and um, that was a success. And you know you feel blessed by all of the friends mm, and family yeah. that took the time to not only call, but if they couldn't come, or you know um, you know to drop off a, a card, or just to you know send a Facebook message to say congrats. And we really appreciate all that support. So um, it makes all of the hours and hours of preparation and, and work to get ready for that well worth it and I think Jade was happy to to cross that stage mm -hmm. and officially be done and um, certainly super proud of her and and I I'm with a sigh of relief <laughs> I can hear <laughs> glad it. it's done and uh couple more days and, and maybe I'll recover and, and we'll start the next thing so yeah I don't see you get this worn out very often you were you were pretty tired there at yeah, the end it's not was, a critique I was, I was sucking some air by the end yeah. of it so but it, and again it's it's all good and it wasn't about me so it's it's good to mm -hmm. to just be able to do that and, and have a great time and we got to we had some family in from out of state and we certainly appreciate them coming in and great to see everyone so mm -hmm. Time well spent. No, well, well said. Well, and now we're getting back um, after um, a long weekend, which was awesome. Um, but I always find it interesting to get back into the office when your Tuesday sort of feels like a Monday and you got four days to jam in a week's worth of work. And that's sort of the world I'm living in um, this week. And then coming up, I've got... Uh, uh, the opportunity to travel to Atlantic City, um, going to uh, Expo East, which is an industry event where I get the opportunity to speak at that event, see a lot of industry friends. And so that's going to be interesting because um, you and I have talked about this, but it's, it, it's at a weird, magical distance where I couldn't decide if I wanted to fly or if I wanted to drive. And I've opted to drive. We'll see if I am excited or regret that. <laughs> Have fun with that. Yeah, about eight hours, and so it'll be fine. But um, I'm not necessarily fired up for that drive. But you know, I think it's one where the way that Atlantic City works is that you have to fly into Philadelphia, and then you've got an hour drive um, into Atlantic City. And you know, by the time I drive to Columbus, get on a plane, have multiple flights, and then get there, I think it's actually going to save me time. So so that's what's going on in my world and my week. So that's the weekly whirlwind. So we've covered the trending topic. We've covered the weekly whirlwind. And now it's time for our weekly lesson. And our lesson, I, we, we talked a little bit about this before we got started. 
it's a little bit cliche, but it's also, I think, timely as a lot of, you know, whether it's college, whether it's high school, there's graduations going on. And, you know, a lot of the people, a lot of kids, youth, whatever, are kind of getting into a new space in their life. And I think, you know, it's time for them to get outside of their comfort zone. And it's a little bit cliche, but it's cliche because it's true, is that when you, if you want to grow, you have to step outside of your comfort zone. And, you know, I think our brain kind of biologically is wired to keep us comfortable, right? And so there's a lot of ways that we talk ourselves out of doing things outside of that. But the people who, you know, those kids who graduated, you know, in the last couple of weeks, the ones who make the biggest dent in the universe are they going to be the ones who consistently push outside of their comfort zone. And so I wanted to really quickly just talk to you. What are some times um, where you've, whether it's recent, whether it's in the past, where you've sort of stepped outside of that comfort zone and, and what was it like? Um, you know, I think probably most of them have to do with jobs and different opportunities we've taken that way, whether it was starting the candy bouquet business and kind of stepping outside of the sales aspect and, and starting that. That was certainly, um, you know, a risk that we took, you know, financially and, um, you know, just outside our comfort zone there. Um, learned so much from that, so mm. I'm certainly glad we did that. Um, just a lot of different things, you know, whether it takes on um, maybe a leadership role, and we've done, you know, a, a board president or mm. something like that. No, I didn't have any experience in that per right. se, but stepping out really, really um, helped me to grow and helped me to get to know different people, and certainly glad I was, uh, you know, able to do that in, in, on several different aspects. So. Those. Yeah, and I tell you what's interesting for you, as I look at like thinking about some of those opportunities you're talking about along your career path, what I think has been interesting is you've stepped into roles where you've been sort of forced to learn new skills that ended mm -hmm. up paying off 10 years down the road. Absolutely. And I, I, I think that's one of the things, you know, if it, whether it's a, a young person or even just someone who's looking at a new, new opportunity, I think so many times we don't know what we're going to learn. We don't know what we don't know, but we also don't know where it's going to lead. And, and I think giving yourself permission to be like, okay, I'm going to be the wobbly toddler and I'm going to fall down, but I'm going to learn new skills and, and be better for it. And I think getting outside of your comfort zone is really the only way to do that. And, and this is not necessarily a knock on our education system, but I do think that sometimes that's one of the challenges mm -hmm. is that we teach kids that you need to get an A on a test. Like success is not failure right it's the opposite right like and, and but to a degree i think that's not completely accurate mm -hmm. you need to give you yourself from your failures yeah and it, it doesn't mean like i was i got the opportunity to talk to seth godin one time and i talked about failure and he's like well you know it depends i mean if you're jumping out of an airplane <laughs> yeah. you don't want to fail at all right? right um but the idea that you when you're trying something new you're going to be wobbly it's not going to be perfect and you're going to get better over time but I think as we get older, mm -hmm. we sometimes don't give ourselves permission to do that. And like, we think we're gonna look stupid and we think we're gonna, and you know, we probably will in mm -hmm. some ways. Oh, sure. But I also think the, um, that other people look at that, the people who are willing to take those chances and go, wow, look at them. Like I think sometimes we think people are looking at us as we're failures and they're looking at it 
with levels of admiration. Right. And so. I deal with this a lot at the building. I yes. mean, you know, I, I didn't have any experience when we bought this building at property management, at construction management, you know, or yeah. what do I want to say? Not construction yeah. management, but, wow. you know, um, trying to work with contractors, um, trying to, to fix plumbing and, you know, doing different, different mi minor things that I can, that I've learned to do since then. And some of them, you know, I've had to call for help because I didn't do it right. Or, you know, I didn't, didn't do it the, the way that maybe could have been done better and so I'm, I'm learning and I think um, I think I'll become better because of this oh, I mean totally. already even you know stepping outside my zone to to learn how to write a grant um, mm -hmm. hopefully this you know this process will um, be helpful as far as you know if we are awarded the grant that would be great and hopefully I can help others in the future so that was definitely walking outside my comfort zone had I not done that I wouldn't have you know I, I, I wouldn't be where we're at so yeah. I think it's a good opportunity every time we try it. Well, and, and just as a kind of a side note, and I didn't really mean to go down this, but I, I think the other thing, that, and I think you do a good job with this, is you're willing to say, okay, I'm in above my skis right now and I need help. Right. Um, and I think people, for the most part, are, really do want to help you. Um, I think, you know, I'm thinking of the grant mm -hmm. uh, in particular, like the folks who are with the Ohio Historical Society yeah, this was a big project, and sometimes we get frustrated with all the details of it or whatever. But you, your experience was, man, when you called them and said, "Hey, I'm, I'm super frustrated. I'm about ready to jump," yeah. <laughs> and they talked me back down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think I think that's true of a many things we do in our life. Is when we get to um, a place where we're like, okay, I I just need some expertise. When you're specific in that, um, people are often want to help you do it right um, right so lesson lesson two then is is asking for help once you once you do take that step to go outside your comfort zone mm -hmm. and you are ask for help because people there are people there that want to help you mm -hmm. we've learned that through this whole process i mean every time i turn around whether it's going to the hardware store to figure out how to fix a certain thing mm -hmm. there are awesome people there to help me and tell me how to do it or mm -hmm. like you said with that so any any time you get asked maybe getting a mentor yeah you know if you're if you're stuck in your job and you need some help and need some uplifting, maybe you need a mentor to help you along. So, Yeah, and one of the things that I, again, and this is the caveat to what you just said, is be willing to try it for first. Like I think sometimes the, the, the caveat to that is that we like immediately don't know what to do, so we raise our hands and want someone to come in and save us. I think when you show that you've done the work and, hey, I've tried this oh, and I've absolutely. tried this, yes. and then they go, oh, well, I think people are more likely to help you when they know that you've exhausted the resource. Does that make sense? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I'm much more willing to help somebody who's helped themselves yeah. than just looking for another handout or yeah. somebody to do it for them. Yeah, no, that's cool. So get out of your comfort zone. That's sort of our lesson of the week. I think um, just inevitably you'll be glad you did. I mean, I, I think the thing that I had in my mind is I'm starting to run a little bit more again. And when I first started running again, and again, I've run quite a bit in my life, but like two miles was a struggle. Three miles was a struggle. Um, this past uh, weekend I ran six and three or four miles in, I was, I was rolling, I was feeling good. It's because I've stretched myself outside of that comfort zone to the point where the comfort zone has become larger, quite honestly. And so anyway, get out of your comfort zone. So, all right, we've covered our lesson, our weekly whirlwind and our trending topic. Now it's on time for our shout out. So do you wanna lead us on this one? Or do you want me to? Okay, so this month is Foster and Adoption Month, and so I think where Amy and I wanted to go was to spend just a, a moment here and spend a sh uh, send a shout out, say thank you 
to all those people who are willing to open their homes, to open their lives, um, to open their hearts to um, kids who need um, that love and need that uh, guidance. There, it, I think it takes a special person, I really do, um, and we know several of them um, that you know, often I think they, you start down the foster path and then sometimes then adoption is, is a, the next path, but you don't know that. And so anybody who is willing to adopt or foster children, um, you know, this is certainly the month of it. And uh, it's certainly something that I think we appreciate and um, admire. Absolutely. There's, there's certainly a big need out there. I think I saw that in 2015, there were 20 kids in our local area that needed foster care. This year, they currently have 50 right now that are in wow. need, and there's only 17 foster families in the in the whole county. So, um, if that's something that might touch on your heart, that's something you might be interested. I, I encourage you to reach out to Job and Family Services and um, and and let them know of your interest. And you can take classes to see if it's something that that might be um, up your alley. And there's certainly some kids that would would really benefit from that. So, shout out to those who are able to help and willing to to spend that time and energy. Yeah, if you are, and I will tell you, this is not an endorsement or we weren't paid for this, but if you are interested, if you go to KashoctonJFS.org, you can learn more information about uh, getting into the foster program and, and becoming a foster program uh, foster uh, parent. So, In our area. In our area, yes. <laughs> but uh, obviously, if you, and this is what I did while we were sitting here, is you just Google your area and job and family services, I'm sure that you can kind of go down that rabbit hole wherever you are. So again, shout out to all those people who do that and uh, appreciate, appreciate you doing that. All right. Well, I think we've covered the topics, Aim. Um, any other specific thing you want to add? I don't think so. Happy end of May and bring on June. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's bring some summer, some sunshine. That's right. And uh, really, I guess the final sort of shout out is to you, our listener. We really appreciate you taking the time, kind of coming along for this journey. Um, we're trying to post a new one each week. And again, if, if you have a question you'd like us to cover, if you have a topic you'd like to hear us talk about, we would love to... Uh, do that for you. So just uh, reach out to us. Uh, my email address is Kirby, K-I-R-B-Y at HossamanMarketing.com. Uh, shoot me an email. Let me know uh, what topic you'd like to hear us uh, address and we'll give it a run. Once again, if you want to learn more about Hossman Marketing, you can find us at HossamanMarketing.com and we will talk to you next week.